On today's Zone Daily podcast, the Tennessee Titans practiced yesterday in Nissan Stadium. We'll give you an update on the highlights from their practice session in front of the fans as fans finally get to see this team practice in person since training camp has been closed. Plus, some of the updates and some of the changes to the Titans roster. We'll tell you about a couple of the newest Tennessee Titans. And Ravenwood head coach Will Hester, excited to be back for the 2021 season. He'll start off the season on the 104.5 The Zone Game of the Week on Friday. You'll hear from him as he gets ready for his Week 1 game against NBA. It's The Zone Daily. It's Tuesday, and it starts right now. Yesterday's headlines, tonight's topics, and one big story you need to know. This is The Zone Daily Podcast with Will Bowling. Another day and another Ryan Tannehill interception to report from today's Tennessee Titans training camp practice. The Titans opened up Nissan Stadium. They allowed the fans to take a look at what they've been doing over training camp. And Kevin Byard picked up his second interception of training camp and the 17th for the Tennessee Titans defense. The big story outside of that, though, Josh Reynolds made his first big moment wow play of training camp had a pass that was caught from Ryan Tannehill for about 50 yards. It was down the field. It was a play-action, long, deep ball, and Josh Reynolds hauled it in. He said last Monday that he'd been dealing with an Achilles injury, said after the session he's feeling better every day. He beat cornerback Christian Fulton down the middle of the field and made a diving catch uh, earlier on in practice per Jim Wyatt of TennesseeTitans.com. He had had a pass go off of his hands for an incompletion, uh, and after the practice, Mike Vrabel said he liked the way that his new wide receiver responded in yesterday's practice. Here's what Josh Reynolds had to say about his injury, about coming back, and about being a bigger part now of this Titans offense at training camp. I've been good, man. I mean, uh, you know, one way or another, you know, everybody's kind of went through an injury before and, uh, and, and is trying to work their way back. So, uh, you know, they, they all understand. Uh, they, they see the work we're putting in to, to you know, to get back healthy and a hundred percent. But uh, you know, it's I mean, teammates always going to be encouraging to to be able to get everybody back. That's a guy who certainly makes the wide receiver conversation much different, especially when Mike Vrabel, as we talked about yesterday, does not seem too enthusiastic about what Des Fitzpatrick has done in camp so far this year. Well, a familiar face is coming back to the Titans roster. The Titans yesterday agreed to terms with linebacker Nick DeZubnar. Uh, he played primarily on special teams with this team in 2020, but comes back after leading the Titans in special team stops last season with 13. He's played in 65 career games from 2015 to 2020, all with the Chargers. Prior to last season, he'd spent his entire career there. He played in all 16 games during the 15, 16, and 19 seasons, uh, and he had a career best, or a team best, teams, 21 team stops in 2017 with the Chargers. So again, this is the Titans prioritizing special teams uh, and keeping some of these special teams aces on the field. It's what they've done by drafting a guy like Racy McMath uh, and having these specialists, Ola Adani, another one, uh, who are special team specialists. It's interesting the strategy they've had uh, valuing that position. Uh, Titans made a couple of other roster moves yesterday. They agreed to terms with Bradley McDougald and Clayton Gathers, uh, two safeties who have played quite a bit. And they also waived tight end Dion Yelder, defensive back Reggie Floyd, and punter James Smith from the team's roster. McDougald played at Kansas, has played in 105 games, including 82 starts, uh, including time with the Chiefs, Bucks, Seahawks, and most recently the New York Jets. 
Ten interceptions in his career, played seven games with the Jets last year, starting all of them uh, before suffering season-ending shoulder surgery. So that's an interesting piece uh, for this Titans team, a guy in McDougald who's played a lot of football and gives the Titans a third safety as Dane Cruikshank continues to battle injuries all throughout his career. Uh, it's an interesting piece that they've added. This is not just a body. This is a guy that's played some snaps and uh, had a lot of starts recently in the National Football League. Gathers played at Central Florida, spent time with the Colts from 15 to 19. He opted out of last season. All NFL teams have to be down to 85 players by 3 o'clock next Monday. So switching gears from the National Football League to high school football, week one of the 104.5 The Zone High School Football Game of the Week kicks off on Friday night as NBA visits Ravenwood High School. Here's Ravenwood coach Will Hester talking about what he's learned in stints at Florence High School in Alabama and at Nolansville from his first stint at Ravenwood winning a state championship to now trial number two as the head man at the Raptors. As you get ready for week number one, I'm curious in your stints in, in Florence and, and at Nolansville as well, what's maybe something you've learned uh, about yourself as a head coach or maybe an area where uh, you've adapted your style a little bit from your first time at Ravenwood High School and now coming back in 2021? You know, that's a phenomenal question. I, I think what I've learned over time, and, you know, kind of knew it the last time I was here, but, you know, this whole job is about, you know, building relationships and building culture. And, you know, everybody, for the most part, runs the same pass concepts and everybody runs similar defenses. You know, there's only so much that you can do to reinvent those wheels. But in the end, it comes down to, you know, those kids playing hard for each other and, and buying into what you're trying to sell and and laying it all out on the line. And, you know, there's going to be adversity is going to strike at some point during this game. And how we handle that uh, will determine whether we're in the game at the end or whether we're not. Now, as a guy that's from here myself, I grew up in Brentwood, Tennessee. I attended Brentwood Academy. I can appreciate a guy who embraces his hometown and embraces where he's from uh, and specifically the community he's from in Nashville, Tennessee. Will Hester certainly is one of those guys, too. My parents live directly across the street from the school. They can hear the band play on Friday night from their back porch. Uh, where the school was uh, was, a, was a pasture, basically, when I was growing up, and we would come and shoot our BB guns at rabbits and all that kind of stuff when I was a kid. And So, I mean, there's no better place to watch the sunset than Ravenwood Stadium on a Friday night. You guys will get that, to peep that out. Uh, on Friday night, but uh, you know, I turned the same direction into the parking lot. The office I house is the exact same spot that it was. Uh, you know, for the most part, everything's the same uh, as it was when I left. Expectations a little bit different when I got here the first time. Uh, we were a rebuilding situation. Uh, now, uh, having played in the state championship game in 2019, uh, expectations are very high, and uh, you know, and we're ready to meet that challenge. Why would you want to be somewhere where the expectations weren't high? Uh, I think that's what we love as coaches about the challenges that we face is, you know, we want people to expect us to be good, uh, and we want to try to rise up to that. Coach, last thing for you, what's the biggest key for your team in order to be successful uh, against NBA? I can tell you exactly, Will, just to score one more point than they do. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. So welcome back to Coach Hester. He'll get a uh, brutal welcome from Marcel Reed, one of the best quarterbacks in the state in the class of 2023. Uh, and from Coach Marty Uverard of the NBA Big Red on Friday night. You can hear that one kick off at 7 o'clock right here on 104.5 The Zone. So I I've got to rant a little bit about my Atlanta Braves. They've won eight straight games. They've won 10 of 12 now. Uh, Dansby Swanson is hitting close to 400 uh, uh, over the last 10 games or so. Adam Duvall hit 27 
uh, at home run number 27 last night as the Braves beat the Miami Marlins 12-2. to uh, This team's been excellent after the All-Star break. It seems like they're starting to hit really well. Getting Travis Darno back in the lineup has been big. Do not let me get some hope about the Atlanta Braves. Just, just please, if you see me, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, if you interact with me on a daily basis, please just let me know, hey, uh, remember that they're just going to break your heart and, and to not be uh, optimistic whatsoever. But then I start going down the rabbit hole of, well, the Milwaukee Brewers would be uh, a decent little draw for this Atlanta Braves team in the NLDS. And then uh, all of a sudden you're looking at making to the uh, the same stage you were last year in an NLCS uh, against whoever comes out of a brutal National League West going to be really interesting to follow the end of this season because you've got the three best teams in the National League all in the same division. So all three of those teams are going to be on the same side of the bracket in the National League with the San Francisco Giants still holding the lead in the National League West. And right now it would be Padres and Dodgers, uh, just a heavyweight bout in the National League wildcard game for the right to play uh, whoever uh, ends up winning that division. And then on the other side of the bracket, you've just got Atlanta and Milwaukee just chilling out at the moment. Braves have a one-and-a-half game lead over the second-place Phillies. They were off yesterday. Uh, Braves will continue their series of the Miami Marlins coming up later tonight. Uh, coming up tomorrow, though, another episode of the Zone Daily Podcast. We're going to talk with NBA coach Marty Uverard. You can check that out uh, on the 104.5 The Zone Game of the Week podcast uh, coming up tomorrow but tomorrow we've also got a very big interview tonight on the nashville soccer show we're going to tell you about uh, our conversation with don garber last week played you a little bit of that uh here yesterday uh or no i should say last week yesterday last week very different things uh here on the 104.5 the zone podcast network tomorrow though you're going to hear a portion of me lucas panzica and davy shepherd alongside United States men's national team coach Greg Berhalter. That's right, USA Soccer is coming to Nashville. It is the Sunday before Labor Day. The United States will open World Cup qualifying against Canada. You're going to hear from the head man himself, Greg Berhalter, who won the Gold Cup. The U.S. uh, also won the Nations League in CONCACAF. Uh, This guy is on fire right now, and so is his team. You're going to hear from him tomorrow right here on the Zone Daily Podcast. But until then, talk to you tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Lots more to come on the Zone today, and we will talk to you again.